Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. So many times on this channel, I have stated that the price inflation that we are experiencing throughout the economy had less to do with the monetary policies coming from the Federal Reserve and had more to do with the supply chain breakdown. A lot of people want to roll their eyes, shake their head, call me crazy, and say, how is it that you could possibly not see money printer go burr, prices go up? It is so obvious that's what happened. Now, I was looking at lumber, and so was a lot of other people, and when it ran up to 1700 per thousand, that's about four times higher than what would be considered a normal price, everybody wanted to point at lumber and say, look, quantitative easing is causing the lumber prices to go through the roof. And I said it then, nope, this is due to a supply chain breakdown. Now, I had been reporting on lumber mill curtailments, inventory depletions, you know, even OSB manufacturers towards the end of 2019 were going into indefinite curtailments, pulling billions of square feet of inventory off the market. OSB being like the main sheathing for new construction. So I, I knew it then. I said, man, there is a huge inventory depletion taking place. Then the pandemic kicked in. There was even more mill curtailments, even more inventory depletions. Then people were handed a stimulus check. With that stimulus check, they ran down to the lumber yard and started building decks and fences and gazebos and raised garden beds and remodeling the house. They were trying to enjoy their environment because they knew that they were going to be stuck at home. That zapped the little inventory that was left and what really caused the prices of lumber to go up to 1700 per thousand. Now, I said it then. What is everybody going to say when the lumber prices come back down to a normal price? And people called me crazy then saying lumber's not going to come back down to a normal price. Well, here we are at 635 per thousand. This is the same price in the futures market that we had experienced back in 2018, prior to all the stimulus, prior to the quantitative easing, prior to the pandemic. So what happened to the inflation? It was due to a supply chain breakdown. And now the supply is being reestablished. And now I have to think, what is it that the Federal Reserve is doing right now with their monetary policies? Because it was in a Ben Bernanke speech that I had read back in 2000. Well, it, the speech was given back in 2001. But in that speech, Ben Bernanke knew. He said that the Federal Reserve was going to be running into the lower bound. And how dropping of interest rates was no longer going to be an effective tool for stimulating the economy. He said that's okay because they could use something called forward guidance. Well, they didn't call it forward guidance back then or jawboning. I call it credible threats, but that's really what it is. And they use the term forward guidance today. So now in this Ben Bernanke speech, he described the forward guidance or the tool that they were going to use to stimulate the economy. He describes it with the guy who invents a gold machine. Now with this gold machine, this guy could produce as much gold at will with very little cost or energy. The moment that this information gets out to the markets, the price of gold would plummet immediately. Even before the guy produces a single ounce of gold or even has the machine to do it. Just the credible threat alone would get the markets to behave in a fashion that would cause the prices to come down. That is the tool that the Federal Reserve uses, credible threats. 
Now, I also have to refer back to a John Williams speech, who is the New York Fed president, and the title of that speech was Monetary Policy for a Low Neutral Interest Rate World. In that speech, John Williams was stating that they are going to let inflation run extra hot, extra long for the extended period of time to shoot for a 2% average inflation. Considering that quantitative easing 1, 2, 3, and 4 failed to produce the inflation expectation that they were hoping for, they needed to use another aspect or another way of going about it. So the infl average inflation rate is really a makeup for the fact that they were failing to get to the inflation target of 2%. Now I had to ask then, how in the world are you going to get the inflation expectation to go up considering that the quantitative easing 1, 2, 3, and 4 failed to do it? Then the pandemics kicked in, lockdowns, inventory depletions, there was less stuff out there for people to buy, supply and demand laws start kicking in, and next thing you know, the prices are going up. But so much attention was given to the Federal Reserve and their quantitative easing for being the reason for the price inflation that we were experiencing, that nobody really paid attention to the supply chain breakdown being the real reason. I was the one of the few people who have been saying it. Well, now here we are sitting at 635 per thousand, which is the same price that we had experienced back in 2018, and there's no more inflation in lumber. Where did it all go? All right. It was because the reestablishment of the supply chain when it came to lumber. That brought the prices back down, and we're going to start seeing that happen throughout the rest of the economy. It's going to take some time, and it's not going to happen right away like it did in lumber, but it will eventually happen. Think about what's going on at Walmart and Target. They are oversupplied with stuff. There's so much so that they don't even want to take returns back. You go to take your return back to them, they're telling you to keep your stuff and here's your money back as well. So that to me tells me that there was a lot more to do with the supply chain breakdown than the coming from the monetary policies of the Federal Reserve. So I'm gonna leave both the Ben Bernanke speech and that John Williams speech down in the description. And the last speech I wanna leave down there is a Christopher Waller speech and this one was given I think six or seven months ago and in that speech if you go down to the very last paragraph look at the very last paragraph and what he says in that he was talking about how the Federal Reserve was behind the curve and they then he tries to defend the Federal Reserve saying well are we really behind the curve because see we say that we're going to raise the interest rates and before we do it, the markets react as if we had already done it. The credible threat of doing it leads the markets to behave in a way as if the Federal Reserve had done two quarter point interest rate hikes before they had even done it. The credible threat alone changes the market's perception. And that is really the main tool coming from the Federal Reserve. So I'm going to leave those speeches down there in the description for you guys and think about it in that fashion. Take the monetary policy from the Federal Reserve out of it. Just take it out for just a minute and think about some of the things that have happened here throughout the economy. Think about the supply chain breakdown. Think about how it is that people were convinced that prices were going to go into hyperinflation and the way that they started to behave. Think about how much they were willing to spend on cars and houses and everything else out there. That is really what caused the inflation. It wasn't due necessarily to the monetary policies coming from the Federal Reserve. Although the Fed would love you, for you to believe that, and that is what generally most people believe, and because they believe it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. 
that's the way it's going to happen. The same thing with the recession. When people believe that there's going to be a recession coming into the future, they start behaving in ways that actually cause that recession to happen. And you're starting to see the evidence of that starting to take place now. So give it a little bit of time and you're going to find that people are going to say that the Federal Reserve is going to miss the mark, but they're not. They're actually causing you to fix the market before they even do anything. They don't have a monetary policy of adjusting interest rates anymore. All they have is their credible threats. See, if they raise interest rates too high, they really will damage the economy. But if they tell you that they're gonna raise interest rates really high, you will go ahead, the markets will go ahead and behave as a way that they believe that the markets are gonna be, should behaving. I mean, I'm not sure how else to describe it, but the credible threat alone will get the markets to behave in that fashion. Once they start moving in that direction, it is very difficult to turn it around. Then it gives the Federal Reserve all the room in the world to start raising their interest rates, and that's what's gonna get their ammo back. The recession is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy, just like the inflation expectation that came from the supply chain breakdown. Go check out those speeches. Go read the three speeches and tell let me you guys let me know. Uneducated economists, you guys let me know.